We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. That was a quote by Aristotle that has been really resonating with me recently because I realized that all these goals and aspirations I have and all these goals and aspirations you may have, they come down to how we act in the day-to-day. They come down to our habits. The overnight success story that you see 10 years from now, it was 10 years of grinding in the dark behind the scenes and mastering habits. That's what leads to the overnight success. So it comes back to the day-to-day. The day-to-day is the only important unit of time you have. You can't think about the month. You can't think about the 90-day quarter. You can't think about the year or 10 years until you've mastered your day-to-day. All those ideas and goals and visions and aspirations mean nothing if you haven't mastered your day. But once you master your day and master how you work best, how you sleep best, how you rest best, how you live best, then you have that foundation to go pursue anything else. So think about it this way. Every person you look up to, whether it's Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Alex Hormozy, Dan Coe, Sam Ovens, they all have the exact same 24 hours to play with during the day. The difference between you and them is how they use those 24 hours. So as you level up in entrepreneurship and as you level up in life, you have to become much more intentional with how you live your days. And that starts with planning your days and having an intention. Most people roll out of bed and they don't have any idea what they're going to do. They don't have a routine. They don't have a ritual. They weren't prepared the night before. And so they kind of just float through life aimlessly and just wait for life to happen to them. But to become a creator, to become an entrepreneur, to become somebody who creates your reality, you have to take ownership for constructing your day. So why is this so important? Like I said, the day is all that matters. If you master the day, then you, then you can master your life. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, what levers do I need to pull each day that will lead me towards my ideal reality? So I'll give you a personal example, and this would resonate with you more if you have a job or you're in college right now and you don't have full control over your time. So I found the creator economy around August of 2022. So at the time of this recording, about 10 months or about 14 months ago, actually. And I started to realize that I needed to check all these different boxes each day to make progress. If I wasn't checking one of the boxes... I was going to be leaving progress on the table. So what were those boxes I had to check? Writing was one. I had to write for at least 60 minutes a day. Networking was two. And at the start, especially, that's the most important lever to be pulling. Three was building. So at this at this point, I didn't have a specific project to be building, but I was building my Twitter account. I was upgrading my branding. I was building a podcast, actually, at the start. Um, I was also building a newsletter. So I knew I needed to pull these three levers plus other levers in my life every day. So at the time, I was pretty big into running. I was running five days a week and I was lifting five days a week. So that was about two hours right there as well. Plus, I had to go to class. Plus, I had to study. Plus, I had to DoorDash at night to make money to be able to like do all this stuff and just live life. So my point is, Figure out what those levers are for you 
and then figure out how can you structure them into your day. And here's the thing, it's going to require some sacrifice, especially at the start. Once you gain more time and once you gain more autonomy and control over your schedule, then you can start to really meticulously plan your day, which I, I'll get into more in a little bit. But I'll go back to when I was in college and getting all of, all of this because I feel like it would be really relevant for people who are just beginning. So each day I had class from roughly 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And so that's like six hours of my day right there. Plus I had to eat. Plus I had to study for those classes and do homework, even though my attention was mainly focused on this creator stuff at the time and was shifting more and more towards that as I kept going. So as I reverse engineered everything, I was like, okay, like this is what it's going to require. And I actually missed one lever earlier, learning. Learning is a key lever. And that's just an example. I just forgot about it. Most people do, but you need an intentional hour or so a day of learning, deliberate study, taking notes, like very intentional consumption, not just like mindlessly scrolling the timeline. Um, that's not real learning. That's more entertainment, but I digress. Um, so I, I looked at all these different levers I had to pull and I determined that the only way I was going to be able to fit all this in was to wake up at 4:55. I wanted to wake up in the fours because I heard a guy named Cameron Haynes talk about that. He's like an ultra marathon badass runner. And he was like, I love waking up in the fours just cause it like builds his identity. So I'd wake up at like 4:55, and first thing in the morning, I don't do this anymore in terms of routines, but I'd read for an hour, like first thing in the morning. I remember sitting there reading the Almanac of Naval at like 5 a.m. Uh, with my happy lamp shining on me and like reading Deep Work by Cal Newport, Mastery by Robert Greene and just like obsessively studying these books, which now I look back and I'm grateful I did. Um, and then usually after that, around six, I'd go run for an hour or so, like the whole thing would take an hour, come back. And then I'd do like two hours of writing maybe more like 90 minutes. I would do like 90 minutes of writing and then like an hour or an hour and a half of networking. So that would bring me to like 9.30, 10. Then I would go to the gym at like 10, 10 to 11. And then I'd have class for like the next four or five hours, depending on the day. After that, like I would block out time. I try to get really structured with batching all my schoolwork together into like one or two days a week. So I do that sometimes at night. And then to make money, I would drive around and DoorDash, but it actually turned into another learning block for me because every single time I would DoorDash, I would listen to Dan Coe on a podcast. <laughs> and uh, I'd listen to his podcast with Dickie Bush, with Dakota Robertson, with Justin Welsh, and just ingrain myself and immerse myself in this space. And that was extremely invaluable. So to tie it all together, those are just some examples of like sacrifices I had to make because of the situation I was in. Now I'm in a situation where I have much more control over my day. And so I can structure it um, completely under my own discretion. But the thing I would tell myself at the start, and I wrote this on my whiteboard, when I was starting off, I said, you have two years of discipline to earn you 80 years of freedom. And what I meant by that was I was a junior at the time in college. And so I had two years left before I would graduate and have to get a corporate job. I mean, that was just the expectation. That's what everybody around me did. But I did a corporate internship and then I backpacked Europe and took psychedelics. And I just realized that I could not live that lifestyle. I saw what 
came of it in the long run and it wasn't pretty. So I told myself, listen, like you're not on the football team anymore. You don't have a pretty big friend group. You don't have to party. You can just lock in for two years. And yeah, it might, might be a grind. It might suck at times, but if you're able to be disciplined for two years, you can earn 80 years of freedom. And because of how I play the game and other things that happen, which I'll get into on other podcasts, um, I was able to basically escape that college life within six months. Now, I'm not going to prescribe that and say that that's super attainable for everybody, but I think if you pull all the right levers, it definitely is. But let's get back to the day. So identifying those levers, figuring out what sacrifices you have to make, holding that end goal and that vision in mind, holding that anti-vision in mind. What don't you want? Why are you going to be so disciplined? Why are you going to sacrifice? That's what's going to keep you on your structure, even when you don't feel like it. So the first thing I think you can do is start with your morning routine. Once you reverse engineer everything, what time are you going to have to wake up? How are you going to wake yourself up in the morning? How are you going to avoid snoozing? All these little things. And I can give a couple personal anecdotes. So I knew I had to wake up at 4.55 to get all this in. I knew that if my phone was next to my bed, I'd probably hit snooze. So what I did, simple trick, put your phone across the room. Put your phone right next to a happy lamp. You can get one for like 20 bucks on Amazon. They're cheap. And just shine that in your eyes as soon as you press the off button on your alarm. Then have a water bottle right next to it and start chugging it. And that way, like you're pretty much guaranteed to stay up if you do those things. So just nailing that morning routine is absolutely huge. Now, the next important thing is figuring out your night because like, let's say you set the intention, I'm going to wake up at 5am and grind. If you aren't disciplined in the night and you're up until 12, 1am, like watching Netflix or playing video games and stuff, like you're not going to wake up in the morning. I trust me, I've done it. You're not going to do it. And then everything is going to slide, right? You're going to miss your work block. You're going to get demotivated. You might even quit. Like the night is the most important thing to be disciplined with. And it's often the hardest, but this is where sacrifice comes in, right? If you really want this, you're going to sacrifice. So if you are going to wake up at five, what do you have to do the night before to make sure that happens? So maybe at eight o'clock, you're going to have to start getting ready for bed. You're going to have to turn off screens. You're going to have to put blue light glasses on. You're going to have to take a shower. You're going to have to meditate, journal, whatever you need to do. Get ready for tomorrow. Then at nine, hopefully you're going to sleep because you got to get your eight hours so you can wake up and actually function the next day. So those are the two most important things to think about at the start, the morning and the night. Those are the two bookends where once you nail those, everything in between will start to fall into place as you iterate and experiment because this is all an iteration, right? Like you're not going to get it right the first time, but accept that and know that it's part of the process. So nail the morning, nail the night, everything else iterate on and it'll fall into place. Um, I'll touch on one last thing with like what you should do in the morning. Now, when I was in college, I would read for an hour first thing. Looking back, I wouldn't do that. I would focus on the highest leverage thing first straight away. And at the start, especially, it's growing on Twitter. It's writing. It's growing an audience. It's networking. Those are the most important levers to be pulling. And so those should be the priority. 
now if you're a little bit farther in the game and like the stage I'm at now, the most important lever I have to be pulling is building. And so right now it's straight away 120 minutes of building my my course, which I'll keep you updated on where that's all coming together. But the point is you have to prioritize your day by the highest leverage task. What is going to provide the most ROI? Um, that's a really good starting place. And then after you knock out that first task too, it's called eating the frog. Everything else will be much easier afterwards. So definitely recommend starting your day with that. Um, starting your day with the hardest thing is always a great way to create momentum for the rest of the day. Something I've been experimenting with now is cold shower right away. And like, I know people are like anti cold shower. Some people are for it. I know there's a lot of health benefits. There's dopamine benefits, etc. But the real reason I'm doing it is because like every day I don't want to do it. And that's exactly why I need to do it because I know if I can force myself to get under that cold water, everything else is easy. Everything like sitting in the chair for 120 minutes and working is not hard once you get in the cold shower right away. Like it's all relative. So anyways, I'm going to wrap this up here. To tie this all together, if you want to be a full-time creator, if you want to be a full-time entrepreneur, if you want to gain control over your schedule, control over your income, control over your location, everything, understand that it's going to so it's going to require some sacrifices in the beginning. That's normal. Everybody has to go through those growth pains. Dickie Bush, for example, like he was doing this stuff before and after his nine to five job working as like an investment trader. Like he had to sacrifice. Now he's building a huge business. But if you look at the start, like everybody has to make sacrifices at the start. So understand this. You cannot become this full-time creator or this 10K a month entrepreneur, whatever you're striving for with the same habits you have now, unless you're just super dialed. Like a change in outcome is going to, it's going to require a change in attitude. It's going to require a change in self-image. It's going to require a change in habits. It's going to require a change in identity. So keep working at it. Start to intentionally think about your day, plan the day the night before, start to get to a schedule, have that discipline to know that these discipline actions are going to lead you to the life of freedom, the life of control, the life of autonomy, the life of passion, the life of curiosity that you want. But with that, I, uh, I appreciate you listening. Um, if this is the first time you're listening to me, Check me out on X, formerly Twitter. I'm Jack Moses Zero. I'm Jack Moses Zero across all platforms, but LinkedIn and Instagram I'm not as active on yet. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for listening. If you could subscribe to the podcast, I'd appreciate it. And uh, subscribe to my newsletter below. I'll be going much more in depth with a lot more high level tactical peak performance insights on how you can master the creator economy. But with that, thank you and have a good one.